With everybody's permission, happiest Thursday. Shabbat is here. That's it. is dedicated to Nishmat, Bat Shemuel, Shalomah Ben Eliyahu, Zerubabel Ben Gabriel, Tzibiyah Bat Mashiach, Tamara Bat Mashiach, Yosef Ben Nisan, Deora Bat Yitzchak, Sarah Bat Moshe, Yehuda Ben David, Yehuda Ben David, Binyamin Ben Yitzchak, Rinat Bat Dan, Shimon Ben Mishael, and Yitzchak Ben Shalomah. And further, if Rachel Barchana, Shemuel Ben Rachel, Esther Barchana, Dan Ben Esther, and Yehuda Ben Esther. Um, and Bezrat Hashem, praying for peace in the world and shalom in the world. So we left off on this point that Pele uh, it says that understand that every type of pleasure, indulgence that a person can have in this world is only temporary. Yes. Right? Make it small in your mind. Three minutes, five don't, minutes, yes, max. Don't, don't become too attached to it. And you cannot compare it. If, if a person enjoys it this much in, in this world, then what about the pleasure of the next world? The pleasure of Allah which is an eternal. E- eternal, eternal pleasure. So the, the Rambam has a very famous uh, passage. All of Halachot Shuvah um, is, is very famous, but he writes in, in Halachot Shuvah, he said, "Haolam haba." When it comes to the world to come, he said, "En bo lo achila velo shtiya velo." There's no eating, there's no drinking, there's no sexual relations, there's no, none of the the pleasures of the body that we ex, that we experience in this world. They don't apply in the world to come. The world to come is a it's a different playing field. It's a different place completely. There's only the neshama there. The body is not there. And he says there, Kimo, he says, don't think that any of these act, act, physical activities of this world uh, are happening in Olam Haba. Just like Medamim Aravim Ashotim. He's like, just like you know, the, the foolish Arabs. The foolish Arabs think that you know, yes, there are two, there are two virgins. <laughs> you have physical pleasures in Olam Haba. He said, don't, he said, don't, don't let it cross your mind. <laughs> Olam Haba, the world to come, is a spiritual world. Okay. And it's a completely spiritual world. All so, right. so we use the word, just like we said yesterday, we use the word pleasure in order to associate in some kind of way. But it's really, it's just like telling, uh, you're trying to describe how something looks to somebody who is blind from birth. So you're describing it in taste or you're describing it in sound. But, you're, but you cannot compare that to vision. You, cannot really, compare reality. To see. you can't compare it to the reality. So we use the word pleasure, so to speak, to compare it in order to feel something. But even the word pleasure is not the right word for, for what it's like in, in Olam Haba when we're, when we're with Hashem. So, no, so we say something akin to pleasure, meaning there is enjoyment that a person has from being close to God, but you cannot compare it to any of the physical pleasures of, of this world. This world and all these physical pleasures that we are familiar with, they could be also synonymous to tests by Hashem. Yes. Yes, yeah. for sure. Uh, for absolutely. Sure. For sure. Absolutely. Well, I absolutely. feel the test. Absolutely, 100%. There is no physical pleasure or form of physical pleasure in Then why is Is that there's a test? Not only a test, to, to continue life. I mean, without that pleasure, nobody do sex. And without this yeah, pleasure, is nobody the, eats. Yes, there is. There's a there's a very famous Gemara in uh, in Masachet Yevamot. Is it Yevamot? There's a very famous Gemara that says that 
Chachamim, they killed the Yetzer Hara for sexual relations. First they killed the Yetzer Hara for Abu Dazara, yeah. They wanted to, uh, they wanted to, the Jews couldn't overcome their desire for Abu Dazara. People would desire it uh, more than sexual relations. It was the greatest Yetzer Hara for, for a person. Gemara uh, says one of the rabbis was making fun of Menashev, the king Menashev, the kings in the, in the times of the prophets. That they were following Abu Dazara, how could they possibly do it? And he said, if you would have understood the Yetzer Hara that we had for it, then you would understand. So it says, the Chachamim killed the Yetzer Hara for Abu Dazara. They said, good, while we're at it, let's also kill the Yetzer Hara for sexual desire, for, for sexual relations. Um, so they did it. And then they killed the Yetzirah for sexual relations. The problem was... No more the, children. The, the next day there were no eggs. So they said it's impossible for the world to continue to exist. So they brought it back to life. But then it says they maimed it. Um, they, 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 the they... No, they injured oh. it. They injured the Yetzirah for sexual relations. And what did that help us with? that a person generally doesn't have a desire for their close relatives anymore. All of the, the Torah says don't have relations with your sister and with your mother and with your uh, daughter and your and the, and close relatives. So in gen, most people at least don't have a, a, a sexual desire for their close relatives. So that is because the, the Gemara says that they, in, they injured the Yetzir Hara for uh, sexual relations, but they left it in place because the the world couldn't continue without there it. There is a reason. There is. Yeah. This, other, this. Otherwise, if you think about it, uh, you know, there's no intellectual reason why a person would <laughs> would want to eat it. It's a, a, uh, you have to. I mean, it's a part so, of our life. Yeah, that, that's why all the uh, fatty and sugary things are delicious because in those days, yes, yes, yes. these are yes. making energy. Yeah, yeah. They say there's an evolutionary reason for it. Yeah, it creates energy. Back then there was no food. Now there's too much food. Now we have to stay away and cut out sugar as mu as much as possible and stay 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 far away from it. So so again, we cannot even imagine uh, the, the 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 pleasures of Olam Even one in a thousand of what it could be. As long as our soul is inside our body. We we cannot we cannot even picture what what exactly it's going to what it's like. And when that come when you really internalize that, a person thinks that okay, if if over this nothing uh, five second pleasure, you know, I desire this coffee so much, or I desire this food so much, or I desire this physical pleasure so much, and how much more so should I be loving Hashem? If, if, if that's going to be an eternal pleasure that I, that I cannot imagine, so how much more should I be invested in my love of Hashem? <coughs> one moment of learning Torah, one moment of mitzvot that a person does in this world is greater than the entire world to come, says Peleot. How come? Because when a per once a person passes away, there's one limitation that the soul has. The soul cannot elevate itself anymore. The soul cannot work on itself anymore. It lost free will. Once the neshama gets up to Hashem, wherever it got to, it got to. So a person only has the ability to work on himself in this world. 
And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to go into Eretz Yisrael. He didn't. He didn't want to go into Eretz Yisrael just to 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 visit, to, to, to visit and to, to to pick the fruits off the trees. That's, that's not why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to go. Eretz. Mitzvot he never experienced. He wanted to fulfill the mitzvot that he could never experience and that he, and that he could never do, because he can only do that in this world. He can't do it in in Olam Haba. And in Israel. And, and Hashem told him, "Don't worry, Rav Lach. Don't worry. Your your portion is plenty for for Olam Haba." Right? Moshe Rabbeinu had that skut. <laughs> so, <laughs> but one moment of that pleasure, of that enjoyment, of being close to God in the world to come, it is greater than any experience that a person can have in this world. And when a person takes it to heart, and he's not going to give up on his learning Torah or on his mitzvot in order to be pulled after the pleasures of this world. So they, they come out to him, a person's in the middle of his learning and they say, oh, we're going out to dinner, we're going out to dinner. We're going out to dinner, right? I'm, I'm, earning, I'm in the middle of earning all I'm about right now. You know, just, right? Again, so to speak, Lahavdil Peleowitz gave this example. There is, there is some, a person is so drawn after money. Right? And they're trying to build their business, and then somebody invites him to, you know, to go out for for a few hours. And he says, no, yeah, you know, he's not going to leave his business. I'm busy making money. So I'm busy earning my olam haba. I'm busy. I'm going to go out right now. So in that way, a person should, it's, an, it's such a high level to reach, it's a really extremely high level to reach, that a person takes into true accounting, true honest accounting of what the pleasures of this world really are worth. What are they selling me on? What are they selling me on? Uh, a momentary pleasure that's fleeting and that, that's going to pass two seconds after I enjoy it. It's not going to be here anymore. The im perspective. If a person wants to enjoy something or eat something sweet, or, or tasty or, or energizing in order to help him do a mitzvah uh-huh. in order to help him to uh-huh. continue to learn uh-huh. hey, we have coffee at the table so it, it assists me in my, in my learning it helps me accomplish my goals it's not the end in and of itself but it's helping me accomplish my, my goals to get to Olam Haba. It's all the mitzvah techasher. That's a mitzvah. That's it. When you wake when you wake up at 1 a.m. to learn Torah, make sure to have your coffee. That's why it's a custom of many tzaddikim that at the beginning of Shabbat, and you bring the food or the drink that you love in order to truly enjoy Shabbat oh. and fulfill the mitzvah of enjoying Shabbat. So you Shabbat. can say, Lechaim, at the beginning, beginning of Shabbat. Yeah. Oh. Right? So that I accept Shabbat with joy. Because there are times that a person, he feeds his body a little bit 
but that arouses his soul. And that arouses an incentive. And that's why at, at all the shiurim we give out food. People <laughs> <So, laughs> we'll ask why. Right? Sometimes you know, it's, a, it's, a mo- it's a motivating factor, but it's also something that when a person has the energy, they learn better. And they're able to learn better. But a person should realize that that's not the purpose. That's not the goal. It's to sweeten my learning. Man. To make my learning better. Uvi frat. Now, Peleo, it's. What's the most important uh, pleasure or desire that a person has to overcome in this world and that a person has to make small for himself in this world? And we spoke about the food and we spoke about, we spoke about all kinds of things. What's the most important one that a person has to overcome and make small and make tiny and make unimportant in this world? Hakavod, honor. <laughs> honor is all imagination. The entire thing is imagination. <laughs> to receive honor. He's talking about receiving honor. A person has to strengthen himself. If he, he got the zikhut, there are some people that are giving him honor, he shouldn't take delight in it at all. Don't take pleasure in it at all. And a person receives honor from others. It says in the book of Hasidim, That's what he says, That if, if a person enjoys the honor that people give him in this world, they, they diminish from his zikhud in the world to come. Rabbi, what are you doing to us? It's Thursday. I don't even need to tell you. What if they give you a kavod because of the Torah? I mean, you're studying Torah, they give you a kavod. He's coming. He says, I don't need to tell you don't chase after the honor. I don't even need to tell you that. I don't don't even do that. <laughs> I don't even need to talk about it. Don't, don't chase after the honor. Right? That for sure, the evil of it is great. We learn about it in Pirkei Avot. Pirkei Avot says, That chasing after honor, pursuing honor, removes a person from this world. It means when a person is pursuing and thinking about the honor that only, he deserves, only, only. or that he is owed, or that he's trying to achieve, it skews their understanding. It skews uh, any rationality. You know, it distorts a person to uh, a person's ability to make logical decisions because they're thinking about their honor and they're thinking about their kavod. And, and really, it's it's nonsense. Right, there are different kind uh, of honors. Uh, well, wait, let's let's read and then and, and then we'll. A person who chases after honor, he goes from evil to evil. He goes from bad to worse. Without a doubt, he's going to suffer, not just in the next world, in this world. In this world, a person who chases after honor suffers in this world. His life is not a life. His life is miserable. Just like any person who thinks rationally, who thinks logically in this world, they'll understand and realize it. Where do we learn this lesson ultimately from? Megillat Esther, Haman. Haman had 
everything. Anything a person can, was can possibly was have. Content. And he tells his wife, I don't tell my, my, my wife, my dozens of children, my wealth. Second, second to second to Achashverosh, right? Second to the the ruler of all, all of humanity at that time. Anything that you could have, he had. And what did he say to his because, wife? Because he said, and everything nothing. I have is nothing to me. It's worthless over one person who doesn't bow down whenever I walk. One person. Once I see him, that he doesn't respect me, that he doesn't bow down to me, everything I have is zero. That one, imagine he just let go of that one thing. Just imagine Haman would have let go of one with that one desire and need for respect. Yeah, he could have lived his life, could have enjoyed He had everything Hashem gave him. They said it's all worthless, and that led to his downfall. That is what ultimately led to his downfall. So, so a person who thrives on honor, on respect, their life is not a life. This is what Pahayat is saying. It's on, not just in Olam not just in the world happy. to come. In this world, in this world, your life is not a life. So I'm telling you, even if a person is chasing, is running away from the, the honor, like the, the Gemara says, that a person who chases after honor, the honor runs away. Right? You're, you're always chasing, you're, it becomes a rat race, you're always uh, uh, chasing, and you're never going to get there. Every time you think you got there, it keeps on running fast. You run away from and a person who runs away from honor, the honor chases after you. Right, we said the story of the Hasid that he came to his rabbi. The uh, Hasid said, Rabbi, what? I've been running away from honor my whole life. The honor doesn't, uh, it's, it's not chasing after me. The Gemara says that if you run away from honor, it's going to chase after you. But nobody honors me. No, no, nobody respects me, even though I keep on running away from the honor. So the rabbi told him, You're right. You keep running away from the honor, but you keep looking back to see if it. <laughs> <laughs> Even if the honor happens to be chasing after you, as it strengthen yourself like a lion, with pure thoughts, don't let your yetzer tell you that you deserve that honor. And that you deserve that respect. Don't, don't take any pleasure in that honor. Now they give you the opposite. It's the air. Let it cause you pain. Let it, let it cause you suffering. And a person should think, if only my neighbors knew my sins. Right, where does he get this line from? He gets it from the Piyut on Rosh Hashanah. We have a poem on Rosh Hashanah from the Geonim, Elohai The Mashari's love reading this. We have a beautiful tune for it. So he says uh, on Rosh Hashanah, If only my neighbors would smell my sins. They wouldn't give me the honor and respect that I'm getting right now. What am I going to do when I, when I get to Olam If they see me that in Olam Abba, I'm not, I'm not getting this respect because I'm paying for I'm my Avonah. I'm going to be shamed. I'm going to be shamed. Wow. Person, a person has to take these thoughts to heart. Don't take pleasure from honor and dignity in this world. Through that, 
a person will truly be able to enjoy Hashem. Bye-bye. Powerful. Very powerful. This was practically no gap. Get the gava out of this. You have to be a malach to fulfill this. You really have to be a malach. Yeah. Yeah.